Pickaxe. This episode is brought to you by Jinx, the superfood-powered dog kibble everyone's been talking about. See the results for yourself and try their one-month transformation. Within the first few weeks, you'll see how Jinx can help with your dog's energy, mood, and even digestion. And it's all thanks to the high-quality ingredients they use, like organic chicken, Atlantic salmon, and grass-fed beef. Try the one-month transformation today. Find Jinx in your local Walmart. Wow. Wow. I hope that nice. woke you up this morning. Welcome to the Hat Chat Podcast, episode 61. We're your hosts, starting with Chris Trott. And I'm Ross Hornby. And I'm Alex Smith. And that fingal, which sounded very sort of early Thrice-inspired there, was from Josh Morley Smith. I like that. Mm. It's quite good. Was, they did also heavy. say in the email they were the better Smith. Oh, wow. Well, Ouch. I mean, barely. They've got a double-barreled name. I'm a pure Smith. He's You're a just pure a Smith. Oh, they're a Morley Smith. Smith. Yeah, but is that yeah. not better to have the yeah. double? Because now they've got more than you. So you just have a well, regular I, Smith. Well, I like a double. Oh, I, like think a double it's n- I think it's nice for surname. I think it's interesting, mm-hmm. people having multiple names as a surname. Sure. But, I mean, when it comes down to who's the better one, I fail to see how that person yeah. is better in any regard. What about super long well, ones like Winterbury Longbottom? Like as a I mean, double barrel name at the end, like, that's long. Like, I feel like that's, that's too much. I, I feel like people. I feel like if you had a name like that checking into like a hotel, yeah. they'd expect you to have higher expectations. Mm. You know, they'd be like, "Oh God, this yeah. guy's going to be a real like one of them." Yeah, winter brew long bottom. A winter brew long bottom. Winter berry is that like or yeah. brie be or bury bury. Uh, Bury. Yeah. Winter, Winter Bury. Long oh, yes. my, my family got the name from when we used to make Bury in yeah. the depths of winter. What's their first name? Is Clarence. Clarence Winterbury Longbottom. Lovely. There well, go. there you go. You've got a, few, a name for your <laughs> illegitimate spawn of the future. Well, I don't think I can control their surname, can I? <laughs> Give it a bloody good go. Yeah, I guess so. Um, maybe a D&D character in the future. <laughs> maybe that could be your Clarence next D&D Winterbury character. Longbottom here. Such a mouthful. <laughs> Too much. Anyway, what we got today, Chris? Trot. Well, we have a variety of things today. First of all, robot noises, so apologies for that. Uh, oh. On the stream, at least. Okay. It should be all right for the podcast, but like we'll see how that goes. Here. Okay. Um, we have some hypotheticals, of course, as voted by our wonderful patrons. Thank you for being a wonderful, loving support. Uh, a big wow. cuddle sesh there of monetary support on patreon.com slash hatfilms every week i put up three hypothetical questions that i've got from a long long list <laughs> of crazy questions and you guys pick the best ones and we're going to read them out now so the one that you voted for first is the following do you think the world would be a better worse or just different place if all the land was connected connected again like a big pangea like it was millions oh, right. of years ago okay. Yeah, so that's the that's first one. Okay. What's some of yep. immediate thoughts coming to mind uh, there? Immediate thoughts are, I, don't, I mean, I think it would be, I mean, would it be better? I don't know if it would be better. It might be. I think, considering, like, I think, uh, but obviously when you think of Europe and the fact that it is still, like, split up, kind of, and then there's Russia, which is still attached to it, and that's not necessarily all good. 
I don't know. I, I don't think it would. I think that would be worse though. I, I think that's know. a good point. I think that you're right. I think the safest answer here is different yeah. because there's just so many variables at play. It's hard to make a better answer. And you're right about like, well, yeah, look at other countries that share borders and things like that. I think that ultimately I'd like to think it would be a better I place so. because I think that it would reduce the amount of isolationist yeah. um, thinking, uh, which I think, you know, as we better understand our place in the world and in the universe we need to start realizing that you know we are one earth and require sort of you know quite a lot of unity in order to continue yeah. for it for it to continue in any way that doesn't involve a ton of wars a ton of inequality i do think that that would be a nice idea but like you say there are plenty of places that share board, physical borders with each other yeah. that don't get on at all course, so that's, that's probably wishful thinking um yeah but yeah, yeah. i feel like it, uh, yeah. maybe it would be easier in terms of travel that's for sure in, in you yeah know, it, you wouldn't have to fly everywhere necessarily obviously it would take a long time sure but um, mm. I mean, when you think about, I guess, the states and the fact that they are connected, but saying that they're also connected to Canada and um, like Mexico and stuff. So it's just like, yeah, there's there's always yeah. going to be boundary issues. But mm-hmm. but then did but didn't then did those divisions stem from existing divisions also, that were projected from yeah. Europe when America was colonized? Which is basically yeah. where a lot of it does come from. Is it, it you know it it depends on who was where culturally at the in the founding of america yeah. in terms of you know you have french spanish english um all sorts of people all over the mm. place and that had different effects on on it which is quite interesting but yeah uh, i mean it, that is yeah. a very very hard, hard question, question. Trot, to answer, do you have the answer there do you have an answer, give you an answer? um like was mentioned earlier, I think that would make cruises a bit more difficult or more interesting. Well, massive uh, multi-coastal. Just, Jesus just, Christ, all around, just all around. The full wow. Pangea experience. Uh, that God. would be interesting. Um, I think it would reduce, yeah, like things like Brexit. <laughs> you know, us well, being yeah. in our own little but um, world, essentially, in the UK. Um, we are, we are hyper... We need, uh, you know, external support, import, export. We need that to, in order for us to survive on our tiny little island. Mm. It would probably be easier if we were on, you know, the main continent, so to speak, in terms of trade. Um, maybe it will reduce consumption as well in terms of, like, freighters and things like that across shipping and things like that. Or would it increase roads? Would it make, I like, don't know. There wider could be a tunnel highways. Everywhere? crazy tunnel highways from one end to the other that's true didn't they propose that a while ago from like china to like la or something from like one long yeah train. Been- yeah I, I think that's the eventual plan with um like these hyper tubes yeah. uh that seem to be proceeding at a much slower pace than other things yeah. um partly because i think most people are really struggling to get their head around getting into a tube and going that fast um well, I mean, obviously the technological limitations, but I do think there is probably some cultural resistance. Like people are quite happy watching rockets fly up into the sky, but if you ask them to get inside a mm. super fast tube, it's a little bit more scary, I suppose. But trapped. I, I mean, yeah. I think I think one of the other big downsides of of this idea of all land connected would be uh, that it would reduce diversity, which is um, a boon. Really, it's it's it, as far as we can tell, diversity is an as an advantage. Uh, like you know i mean just thinking about things like there are plenty of islands out there for example madagascar Mm. um which because they are uh, islands and isolated they've allowed for much more diverse things to evolve Mm -hmm. because of a lack of 
you know, if everything was connected, you'd have predators of all kinds everywhere. I mean, I know the the ecosystem would have probably evolved to adapt for that, mm -hmm. but you do get a lot of amazing things. You know, like we wouldn't have panther chameleons if it wasn't for Madagascar. We wouldn't have an awful lot of unique species that exist on islands, um, and that goes for plants and animals. And both of those things can help human beings a lot in different ways whether it be through medicines or research or just more information about the world so i guess you could also say God. that diversity would also be shit because just like there's only you know one coastline really yeah so it's that's just what like, i was thinking there'd be a premium yeah, like, it'd on it'd be so towns, much landlocked right? area it's just like god yeah, anyone in the like, middle would... yeah so i was thinking people dead in the middle yeah would have it the worst right and be the most undesirable place mm -hmm. but then i guess it's dependent entirely on like the terrain diversity as well yeah. like is this made up of a load of tectonic plates that have been mashed together thus mountain ranges are formed in certain places are there rivers that are splitting off pieces of land still so would those be treated as our forms of islands like that this river uh, yeah you know i mean you're asking you're basically it's, asking us to design a planet very, yeah. at this point um, we can it, because yeah, yeah like that, how do ocean systems work how do temperature ranges work you know that i mean this is everything mm. this is like literally like question. sort of trying mm. it's a world sim but it's a cool one uh but yeah uh, maybe we're thinking too hard about maybe, it i yeah. think I think that's the advantage of living on mainland Europe versus the UK is that you can drive to another country with a different culture and a different, um, his, you know, well, to an extent, a different history. You can just drive there. You can walk there. You can cycle yeah. there. You know, you can go from France to Germany to Italy, like, and, and see different things with different languages and different foods and things like that. That's awesome. Mm -hmm. And, um, yeah, in the UK, we don't have as much of that. We have to use air or sea travel mm. to get there or the tunnel. Um, but apparently we don't want that, so... Yeah. So, I mean, yeah, I guess the question is better or worse. I mean, it's really hard to tell. Yeah. I'm sure, yeah. Impossible. I, I, I would be interested to see it. I think it would be different. Yeah. But the way I think and the way that I would hope people would think in a world like that, I'd hope it would be better. Yeah, I mean, yeah. for humanity, I'd hope it would be better. For biodiversity, mm. probably not as good. But maybe it's good mm. that we're a big Pangea so that we wouldn't colonize and destroy the biodiversity on these tiny little islands anyway <laughs> you know maybe yeah. i'm sure there would be some form of it in some way variety yeah. is the spice of life as they yeah. say yeah and i like cinnamon um, so it does like cinnamon <laughs> it's a uh, should we move on to our second yeah. hypothetical? Because that literally could be yes. one that someone can make an entire podcast show on oh really okay. um I reckon they could. We're really going for the small questions here. Uh, <laughs> Patreon uh, decided this second one. If animals could talk or at least communicate in a basic, intelligent manner, how do you think the world would change? So, again, this is a, wow. <laughs> a huge one. I mean, uh, where do we draw the line? Is it like, can flies, can, can mosquitoes talk? There's going to be a noisy outside. So, I assume that encompasses the entire animal kingdom. In yeah. a basic, intelligent manner. Insane. I mean, uh, an insane world. Wouldn't we, so I guess, imagine ants being able to speak. And in being, I mean, it'd be a nightmare. There's more ants than human beings. We'd be outdone. If they have the intelligence to communicate yeah. using... Ver I mean, to be fair, they, didn't, they might not even need verbal communication. Ants don't. They use pheromones, basically, entirely. Yeah. I guess we'd have them. to work together. I mean, would, would, uh, would we eat them if they spoke? I mean, I don't think we would. Do you? 
I don't. I. I well, again, if if we had evolved and, and grown up as a species in a world full of intelligent talking animals, yeah. then perhaps we never. I, I mean, perhaps we don't give a shit because let's, for example, human physiology. I mean, it's great for the environment now to not eat meat. I will say that up front. You want to help the environment in a climate crisis, which we're in right now. Eating, stopping eating meat is is a good way to do it, right? There are variables around that, but ultimately that is that is true. The, the cattle industry, for example, produces a shit ton of greenhouse gases. All that shit. We all know that. But if if we we are physiologically set up to originally have meat as part of our diet as human beings, right? We're we're lucky that we're smart enough now that we've developed sort of foods and systems that mean that isn't necessary anymore. Mm. Brilliant. However, you know, you it's hard to argue we're omnivorous creatures. Meat is a part of that diet. I get that. So I would imagine that even if animals could speak and we had evolved to be omnivorous creatures like we had, we would just eat them anyway. And and that would lead probably to a change in perceptions where we would be, yeah, they can speak, but we need to eat meat. You know, much like a lot of people probably make that same value judgment every day. Um, like, for example, personally, I was saying the other day to my parents, I I would much rather have the opportunity to go out and shoot a deer, slaughter it and eat it at like, you know, once a week than going to a supermarket i appreciate that's a much more involved process but that there is much shorter distance between your act like you eating meat and the and it also the grounds your that, decision you know? as well exactly You're not detached from exactly. that means of production in a way that like mm-hmm. devalues the life that was taken essentially for you to eat meat yeah exactly uh, it, it we've sense. industrialized meat production to the point where it's nothing to do with our physiology anymore it used to be that we had to go and run and chase and catch that animal and eat it and the energy expended um in getting that thing it, it, that's how we were meant to Honestly, work I and to, to base for it smith i got final fantasy 14 to play i, I can't catch it well, yeah <laughs> yeah <laughs> But I, I don't know. I, but I pers- life, sorry to finish I this like- long segment. Stop! Uh, Stop! Don't shoot yeah. me! Yeah. Please, please, yeah. I'm a deer. I'm beautiful. Don't. We can Come work on, together. Mate. I'm just crazy. No. Please, I'm hungry. Bang. I know you've got a gun. Now you're going to kill me. But don't. Just please. I've got mm. me. Yeah, but I'm hungry. I'm though, so you know, I'm a single dad. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. Can you imagine? Well, that's my wife it, yeah. got shot the other day. I think it was the same. It's actually you. You shot my wife last week. Why do you need a deer every <laughs> fucking week? God damn. Yeah. Well, then you say to the deer, sorry, stop projecting your deer emotions onto me, a human being. Oh, dear. That's not how this works. I think- it's the classic <laughs> thing of like, you're just projecting human emotions. Well, yes, I am. Yeah. But in this situation, but I guess the deer is projecting its emotions I guess onto so, you. But that's the biggest barrier between us and animals is communication. And like, if they could actually communicate with us, I think we'd understand more of what they wanted, for one. Uh, mm-hmm. And then, I don't know, I just feel like we would we would humanize them in that sense you would have them yeah. as your companions and friends and i don't think like we have mm-hmm. pets like you're not going to go around eating dogs i mean some i know that some cultures do sure but like if they spoke to you i feel like that's just a completely different level i feel like we put well, a, a switch yeah. on communication right it's like a well, black it, or white mm-hmm. suddenly we value that thing loads yeah. more if they're able to communicate with us if they're able yeah. to speak mm-hmm. as well holy crap that's super valuable but i feel like if everything could communicate on differing levels of intelligence mm. we would be way more granular with it it's like our ants can only say hi and bye and like stop and don't yeah. eat yeah. Whereas yeah. it's like a pig however um we've got some working you know as admin right now um doing lots of pr <laughs> and social media they're really good at replying to customers um 
And we don't need bots oh, man, anymore. We've got pigs. Oink, oink. Yes, yes, sorry. Parcel was left. Oink, oink. <laughs> and these are like, like, they're, they're like, they're doing basic stuff like, Mr. Pig, is the parcel still in the warehouse or is it left? And you would like, walk over to the parcel bay and be like, no, it's left. Like, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. We could. Uh, but, but then you would it be then just down to how I mean, intelligent how, the animal is versus how much you value yeah. it within society mm. and that's I mean yeah, which yeah. Is like, in essence how animals are treated now because obviously you know you assume that they don't well some people until recently assumed certain animals didn't feel any pain or like the fish don't really? feel pain or whatever yeah oh right um, yeah and it's mm-hmm. like what what does it take you to tell you that other than you know I mean they don't have to say oh by the way you're hurting me rather than screaming and then mm-hmm. you know like it's just Please an easy stop. way for it's, it's essentially a human mind comes to go, down yeah, to get like, over it because they aren't feeling pain. It's fine, but I think that's something we tell ourselves, isn't it? Yeah. Well, I mean, also you, we do have to be con- like I mean, in a perfect world, and I well, think yeah. that's what we're trying to strive sure. for here. And what um, I think a lot of people misconstrue. Yeah. Mis- this is something I think that, like, particularly, I think that people on the left we do this and people presume that we expect the world to simply be oh. like this okay this is more of a thought experiment into if we could create a perfect world where nobody wanted meat or needed meat it would reduce the mm. amount of emissions we currently make because of the desire for meat right that's i know there are other there are lots of reasons for mm. that but like th- yeah that's true like we, we we would try and get to the point where regardless of if we think something feels pain or not, or if we have to try and make this judgment as to whether or not we care if that thing feels pain, we would try and err on the side of just in case it does feel pain or experience this in a way that we would not want to experience it. Why don't we try, right? That's kind of what you're saying. Because ultimately the other way you would go is this is life. Life is pain. Think bigger things kill little things. Mm. Like, if we go back to natural order, which is often an, another argument for this, which I guess is, is valid enough, you know, human beings have killed each other for millions of years and, well, maybe not millions of years, you know, tens of thousands of years. And um, animals have done the exact same thing. This is a system. These are systems. Nature is full of systems, be it, the, you know, the water cycle, the soil, the, the way the plants grow, the, the animals that have to live and die in order for that system to keep going and for the great you know life on earth to continue right this does happen so you could kind of say well it doesn't really matter if fish feel pain or if animals feel pain i'm going to eat it because i'm bigger and smarter and capable of doing well, it. I guess, it you know the, the maximum yeah. but i guess the difference the here of the, is yeah. that if these animals are able to communicate and talk to each other maybe there would be factions of you know humans versus you know chimps or whatever uh, animals are able to form mm-hmm. a a better union. You'd have the animals us. of farthing wood, and that's dangerous because you'd have like <laughs> badges on horseback. Yeah, uh, they'd find like the the best suited combos of animals, animals <laughs> to kill humans. us all. Yeah, mm-hmm. <laughs> It'd be terrifying. <laughs> all out war. Not to mention like all the horrific mm. things that they. We're just talking about like, please don't hurt me, please don't kill me. Yeah. Imagine like what horrible stuff they could say to us as well. Like from the animal kingdom, where there are no filters, no yeah. like mm-hmm. cultural standards or anything like that. Exactly, I, I no bet social rules. Are real fucking assholes. <laughs> Give us your bins. Give us your bins. Oh please, oh, please I need my. On. We're putting the, the bins. Kill you. The recycling. What's in the bins? Take on the bins What's for you in alone. your bins? 
Yeah. Yeah. No, totally. That's something I was thinking earlier, actually, Joe. Yeah. Like, there's no social construct no. there. So they could communicate with you and say yes or no and tell you things, but there's just nothing. Yeah. There's no expectation of of them giving you any information or receiving information, expectation of you caring, acting upon it. Yeah. You know, any of that sort of stuff. So, like, that we've slowly evolved and grown over time yeah. as humans are just disregarded entirely <laughs> by the yeah. animal kingdom yeah. who can now speak our language. <laughs> And silverback gorillas are running this like entirely fascist like government, yeah. like you know, and it's just like, well, well, what are you going to do about it? I'm smarter and stronger than yeah. you, and you're just like, fair play. Guess we're the second species now. Then That's you know, the thing, like, like we- with with their understanding or uh, ability to communicate, they can suddenly understand what we're doing to yeah. them mm-hmm. and about them. Like dogs suddenly have a yeah. grasp on. Um, they're making me say sit and good boy and stuff like that, but they're not communicating to other humans like that. Well, they're treating me like mm, a piece of shit. <laughs> yeah. I guess the other situation is education, whether they get educated outside of that and when it happens. I mean, what if it's just a switch to like, yeah, tomorrow, like you said before, like, you know, if it just happens then, or it's always happened throughout chaos, yeah, the history it? of humanity. Yeah. True. Um, because, would we yeah, have, like, like, would they be coordinated or would they just be well, chaotic? You, you've got that... R- that Rick and Morty episode, haven't you? Where is it Snowball or somewhere yeah. like that? Like, what's the name of Where their dog? Balls, who, who? Yeah, yeah, exactly. And then they like this entire thing has been played out in that in that episode, yeah. really. Uh, season four. Um, they, uh, That's just dogs their dog as well. Snuffle, snuffles. Yeah, Snuffles becomes super intelligent, and yeah. then he decides to build a mech for him to walk around in, and he helps other dogs build yeah. mechs, and then they all kind of like come together and rule the universe. At the they end. try and castrate um, humans. I can't remember if they. Yeah, yeah, because that's what people have been doing to them yeah. for this whole whole time. Damn, um, it's an interesting again. thought experiment, and it, and also, yeah, it must mm. it would depend on different species and stuff. So, but yeah, like that, like you said, you could probably talk about that for ages. We haven't got you ages. You could. It's it's interesting. It's, it's a it's an ethical quandary yeah. and it's something that i think the vast majority of people will only confront once we're forced not to be the apex species yeah. you know like people only want fairness when they're not the ones at the top mm. i find it's like you know no, no of course it's a natural order of course we should kill animals and eat them and do whatever we want with yeah. them like we're we're the apex species and then another apex species come along from somewhere and we're suddenly like oh no 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 they need to have consideration they need to you know worry about us come yeah. on you know like it's just fucking stupid isn't it yeah. human beings are fucking stupid well Ig- uh, uh, arrogant and ignorant <laughs> i wish i could let you just continue this thought experiment sorry new segment However, no no that was it i just wanted to get that last little jibe at my own species in with it before we uh, <laughs> fuck you humans anyway yeah. here's an ad break from yeah. other humans and we'll be back momentarily this episode is brought to you by jinx the superfood powered dog kibble everyone's been talking about See the results for yourself and try their one-month transformation. Within the first few weeks, you'll see how Jinx can help with your dog's energy, mood, and even digestion. And it's all thanks to the high-quality ingredients they use, like organic chicken, Atlantic salmon, and grass-fed beef. Try the one-month transformation today. Find Jinx in your local Walmart. Shipping can make or break a sale, so optimize how you ship your orders with ShipStation. They make it easy to automate and manage orders no matter how big your business grows. And they might even be able to help reduce shipping and warehouse costs. So optimize and keep up your momentum for growth with ShipStation. Sign up for your free 60-day trial now at ShipStation.com and use the code POD. That's ShipStation.com with the code POD. 
Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. And we're back. Thank wow. you uh, to our Patreon supporters. You didn't have to listen to that. That's fine. Mm. And if you're on YouTube as well, I mean, there's no ads there either. So that's cool. Anyway, I like shall to we think move of on? our Patreon supporters as like a giant three sectioned bra, and we're in each kind of cup. cup. Um, mm. And they're holding us up. They're supporting us. Um, that's how I picture them anyway. Um, so thanks for that, guys. Yeah, well, now I've got that imagery. So thank you for Good. that, Ross, Good. as well. Good. Now, I what should we move on to? Uh, I've noticed you put some articles in. I have put some articles in. In fact, one <laughs> one does involve a bra. This is the top one, um, which was uh, just a, a puff piece, obviously. Uh, and the headline is, Shop bans customers Fluff. from... Paying with cash stashed in bras during heatwave. I mean, I don't know how often I mean, this is happening. That it's 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 a like a, a need to yeah. mention. It clearly is affecting this store. Um, but a businessman <laughs> divided opinion when he recently took a stand against bra money. He's called it uh, bedding salesman Michael Flynn has become fed up with customers paying with cash that has been stashed in their bras as temperatures soar to above 30 degrees. He sought to put an end to the unsanitary habit by issuing an urgent notice on a poster outside his store. Uh, The note from Mattress Mick read, No bra money! (laughs) Due to increasing temperatures and for our own personal safety, we will not be accepting any bra money. Sorry for any inconvenience. Is this happening a lot of places? Are you at home? Are you no. at home? Just you've got loads of notes just stuffed in your bra, <laughs> ready to go, and you're so going to a mattress store, wherever this is. Mattress Mick is there, and you're buying a bed with yeah. notes from your bra. How is this happening? I feel like it's happened once, and he's got what? irate about it. It's like it has to have just once. I have to make this statement now. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> just absurd. Wait, hold on. Is Mattress Mick actually uh, a? Some people are saying an Irish legend. Is, is it is actually he an Irish, an Irish legend? legend? I don't know. Um, I mean, this guy looks pretty kooky. He looks like he's been plucked out of the seventies, uh, aged another forty years, and there he is. Um, there he is. Well, I mean, first of all, put more pockets in women's clothes, and they won't have to use their bras for storage. Yeah, is, would, would be a, a symptomatic that's treatment a for this. Issue, really, isn't also, it? Also, that guy looks um, like he's a character out of like the dandy. Yeah, or he so clearly is someone. <laughs> he's got that look. Oh, he's basically a meme at this point. Okay, oh, so okay. this is just a stunt he did to right. get uh, publicity for right. his uh, mattress right. shop, and you've just fed well, into that good. roster. So thank you. Um, but pay with your bra money. That's the only way you should do it. I'm going to pay with I my don't know whether this money. is. Yeah. I don't know whether this is Ireland and like it's Euros, but I mean, they're plastic as well. I mean, all our money is plastic. It's yeah. not absorbent anymore anyway. So um, get over yourself, Mattress yeah. Mick, and just, you Deal know. With it. Spend some of that bra money to, you know, sort all that out, yep. you know, yeah, yeah, yeah. sort the everything going on <laughs> he had going on there. <laughs> yeah. Okay, well, there's Publicity another story stuff. here. Um, and I feel like we've heard many of these stories before. So apologies if you've, you're too familiar with it. But escaped python bites man's genitals after hiding in his toilet. That oh, does sound familiar, why doesn't does this, it? Why, uh, why does this happen so often? And who's like... Who's blindly not looking in the... I, like, do you, when you go to approach your toilet, like, you kind of just see. You kind of just see in it. It's, you open the lid and you see inside it, right? Yeah. That's well, just a glance. Mm-hmm. There's been a couple times okay, where... Here we go. You've I've got a fancy toilet, PC. though. 
Okay. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I was sat at a PC and like, I need to go, right? But I'm involved okay. in something and I'm like, nah, it's fine. I'll just hold off. The yeah. butt sweat's kicking in. You know, stuff's getting serious. And there reaches a point where it's like, I, I have to go. And it's like a dart to yeah. the toilet, right? And you're right, just okay. lifting the seat and sitting down. That's the only scenario okay. where I can think you're not looking down at the toilet first and checking and laying down your single sheet so you don't get splashed back and all that good yeah. stuff. Sure. Also, the, these these pythons are like raised and in the wild will eat like rodents and things like that yeah. right and the, and the and the if this was a, a captive bred snake we don't know if it is or not i'm guessing they would have been given pinky mice which i imagine a ball bag oh, looks quite a lot like do. to a snake oh. um and so it probably saw it dangling above it saw it was very hungry decided to go for a strike oh. and he would have really gone in for that those balls so i imagine it was sucked. very oh, painful also sucked. the strike like, the power of a striking snake yeah. is quite a lot, so it would have been a real, like, what the hell just struck at my, well, my they, nuts. Like, like, Steve Irwin used to just let them bite him just to demonstrate, like, their, their bites, and it's just, God, it's horrifying. Mm. But, yeah, this guy was just literally, yeah, sat down to his toilet. Um, he's 65-year-old uh, man, nipped off to the loo, but got a little more than he bargained for uh, <laughs> when he felt a pinch on his genitals. Oh, um, yeah. Uh, he stood up nope. inspected the bowl and saw a huge albino python staring back at him they're big as well they're not like i mean i guess you can they're, probably get baby chunky. ones sure but like at five foot that's a baby five foot i went oh, on as a bull python maybe five not. foot and that's um, rolled up in your toilet i like come on how big is this toilet that you don't see a five foot curl of oh, i know gosh. yeah i mean it, it seems yeah. crazy to me uh well, i, I mean, feel like he paid a, the ultimate a deeper price. story yeah. Yeah. No. Yeah. Sorry. That's about a full size ball python because they're quite little yeah. um, for pythons. Um, and I mean, they're totally harmless. They make great mm. pets. That's why I'm thinking it's probably a yeah. pet. Uh, I imagine so. Yeah. And uh, yeah, went for his little balls. But uh, I'm wondering yeah. if something Still. else happened here and he's put it in the toilet as like the thing he tells people. Right. Because what do you like, mean? just like a like a, a story he wants he wants a story and he's this is it this is his story either he wants the you story want the or he was doing some horrible kinky stuff and ended up yeah. with his balls getting uh, bitten <laughs> snakes do Maybe. like living down toilets oh, so when he, I, my primary my primary school we had a grass snake in one of our toilets yeah. because we used to have like a pond right outside and they like eating frogs so it would then crawl in through the waterways and it would make its way up because our my primary school was in like a cabin right um for a while like a temporary cabin mm. and that was right next to the pond and then yeah we went into the toilet one day and there was just this little snake like just poking his head <laughs> out of the bottom of the hello any frogs in here and we're like no God. is that dead mouse <laughs> and then somebody came and just pulled him out and then they let him go oh. but yeah they love it they okay. love snakes very good which do you think came first the lizard or the snake um snake probably Maybe, yeah. It makes sense, right? Yeah. Come later. Considering no, snakes actually people. evolved afterwards. Oh. They, snakes lost their legs. So some snakes have vestigial feet or legs underneath their... Oh. Um, oh, uh, okay. So if you uh, x-ray them, some of them still have the vestigial feet. But no, they lost them. Um, and uh, so basically at a certain point, lizards went, oh man, these legs are too much, man. Could, do you want to just oh, like yeah. roll around yeah. on the floor? That makes sense because like fish have, you know, obviously little fins. And you can yeah. see how those evolved exactly. and adapted into feet for the ground. Whereas, mm-hmm. yeah, that makes sense. Mm-hmm. All right. Yeah. Damn. It's cool. But I don't believe in evolution, so oh, right. I'm a okay. creationist. Good on you. Good on I mean, the only thing that would stop me believing in evolution was somebody going, 
yeah, but aliens designed the whole planet. And I'd be like, all right, yeah, fair enough. Yeah. Here's all the models. <laughs> like, like, or, 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 or the very least, significantly messed around with mm. things to create um, us or something. I mean, that might just be here. having it. I honestly, mm-hmm. I think that is... If it wasn't for the sound science of, of the evolution theory and, like, you know, Charles Darwin just nailing it and being able to predict things based on his system, which is exactly how a lot of other things in science work, I would be like, yeah, I'd say that the Prometheus idea of aliens turned up a long time ago on a featureless planet and, and gave it life is possible. I mean, it still is possible. Like, we know there are other planets out there that exist within the Goldilocks zone of solar systems of like where we could have life and there just isn't because certain things didn't happen. You know, bacteria that started the beginnings of life on our planet could have come from space. Like, or a meteor. You know, that there's, yeah, asteroid. Yeah, like that. But yeah, it, it's cool. It's cool to think about. But obviously, evolution theory is still the one like I believe aliens in. Aliens Lego, <laughs> you know. They, it's, huh? An alien is just was playing with Lego, and that, that's t- mm-hmm. in the form of an atom. And they're just like putting all these things together. God, I'm getting beamed Bam. up. Yeah. Exactly. I mean, every everything in life, I find is you can find you can always find a bigger fish, yeah. right? In in every scenario, like whether you're looking at systems within our life, there's always a bigger system. There's always something larger going on. You yeah. know, like originally we thought we were alone in the universe. Well, you know, we thought everything revolved around the Earth, and then we realized we revolve around a star, and then bigger and bigger and bigger. If I'm able to create a living ecosystem for my chameleon, why isn't there something bigger than me possibly c- giving an eco living system for me? Yeah for me you know like it's not outside of the realms of reason but it's obviously not the great i wouldn't i wouldn't lead with it but it's fun to think about <laughs> what if the aliens it's a, it's a nice leap though a dolphin it's a logical yeah. leap was it mm. what if the aliens are dolphins because they're pretty smart i don't know why i'm just trying to i'm trying to segue onto the though. i'm trying to segue onto a story oh, about dolphins I basically i mean okay. in hitchhiker's guide dolphins were you know the sentient species and did leave the planet uh yeah. thanks for all the fish um, so that's a good lead on Ross. Where's this well, going? Well, the headline is mm-hmm. dolphins deliberately get high on puffer fish nerve toxins by carefully chewing <laughs> and passing them around. Now this okay. was observed, uh, during a, a filming of a documentary series. Um, so it goes as follows. Um, an extraordinary scenes filmed for a new documentary called young. Oh no, let me actually put the name of it here. Young dolphins were seen carefully manipulating a certain kind of puffer fish, which if provoked releases a nerve toxin. Um, though large doses of the toxin can be deadly, in small amounts it is known to produce a narcotic effect. And the dolphins have appeared to work out how the fish releases just the right amount. I don't know how they've worked that out. I mean, I'm guessing a few of them had to uh, perish for that to work out. But I imagine so. Um, <laughs> apparently they've observed them chewing on the puffer, uh, passing it between another. Um, the marine animals then enter what seemed to be a trance-like state incredible uh, and it was captured on camera by the makers of oh it's called dolphins spy in the pod so if anyone's looking okay. at that okay um made by award-winning wildlife documentary producer john downer so if you're familiar with that well as long work. as he's won awards i'll watch exactly as, as long on. as he's award-winning yes how many awards has he won and which ones yeah. are tony yeah, get yeah, that yeah. out of here he won a why uh, has he won a tony he makes dolphin documentaries all those awards he won at primary school for like taking <laughs> yeah. part in secondary I'm a, I'm school award he won winner. a, a a you judo know. award. <laughs> yeah. I took part in a fun run when I was 12. <laughs> That's my award. Peter badge. Anyway, I'm filming these these dolphins get high. Um, 
but yeah apparently they, they've been experimenting with it and then they act really weird go up to the surface and apparently they, they kind of nose around the surface staring at their reflections on the bottom of the water holy shit which is quite a, an interesting thing to observe like, I imagine. Bro. <laughs> um, and they said it reminded them of a craze a few years ago when people started licking toads to get a buzz which i don't did you remember that is that a craze that you heard of it's not i wouldn't a describe craze. it as a craze it's not it's not like yo-yos it, i don't think it's like the know, tide pods either people, yeah, it's, it's certainly no no people have done it yeah. quite hard yeah. if, if it sounds extremely <laughs> toxic as well like you could yeah. die doing that oh yeah um well i mean any yeah. any yeah i mean you could say that for anything no trot like yeah, I, people have it's uh, extremely it's venomous most uh, venomous no poisonous. poisonous so venomous is where the it's injected yeah, poisonous is where it's ingested remember yeah, yeah. <laughs> um but like uh yeah so no I, it was more of a cultural thing yeah. you know this is in places where like you say these toads are prevalent and people yeah. might lick them but i mean what this is is clearly i think and here you go first two things mm-hmm. One, I can link this to aliens, and and and, and two, uh, here's a stab in the dark, which I think is is reasonable. Okay. So we know dolphins are highly intelligent, yeah, right? Really we high. know that dolphins are some of the and high. We we know that dolphins are some of the most intelligent creatures on this planet, right? Yeah. And I think that with a certain level of intelligence, just like within humans, we like to get drunk or get high ourselves, you know, I think there's a certain level of intelligence where you want to change the state of your mind using an external stimuli, right? That that you, you get high that. level thinking. That, well, that's it. it is, yeah, I yeah. think so. And I think that's basically it. They're probably going like, huh, isn't existence interesting? And like, oh, if you have this, it sort of changes the way my brain works a little bit. Huh, isn't that weird? And I think it kind of shows that they're capable of, 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 of um, you know, self-consideration, yeah. self-analyzation of like, how do I feel, which is a pretty high level yeah. of intelligence. So I'm, I'm, I would like to think that's why they do this behavior because they're capable of messing around with their mental state at such a degree. Uh, and I do think they are, they're smart. Yeah. I mean, whales, there are large whales and dolphins and porpoises mm-hmm. and whatever the hell you want to call them. Uh, you know all these species are very very intelligent and we still barely understand them yet we kill them at a massive rate and destroy their home before we fully understood them i think that there are plenty of intelligent species that we will lose before we fully understand what they're saying to each other which is very very sad bonobos um i mean did you bring up the picture of these dolphins they do look high i did i mean maybe it's just dolphins in general they always look kind of a little bit lit They've got that kind of well, wry smile, smile lifting the cheeks it's a little up. smile. And they're kind of just okay. a bit... They know. <laughs> they're just they're like, eyes are half closed. <laughs> they're like, yeah. They're fucking yeah, yeah. They're You got some puffer, hell, bro? Yeah. Got a bit of puff. Hey, bro. I'm chewing some puff right now, bro. Have, have, a have a piece of mine. I also think that this is uh, this is proof that a highly advanced intelligent civilization yeah. could exist yeah. in the realms of of water. So the the, the I mean, dolphins are mammals, so the leap from us to them isn't actually as great. No. But they and they breathe uh, air from you know the atmosphere rather than filtering out of water. Yeah. They don't use gills. Um, so I think that they're they're probably not the best example. But if you could have intelligent life that can exist for millions of years in a social environment like dolphins, like whales and things do. I don't think it's a massive leap that on another planet somewhere, there might be a species as advanced or more advanced than us that isn't based in an air-rich environment, a Mm gas-based environment. They're based in a liquid environment. And I think that could be in part, perhaps, I mean, imagine this, okay? We've had a couple of people. We've had a couple of people, one of which was uh, Israeli Defense Minister um, a few months ago, saying that there's an intergalactic civilization out there right okay. there is a there is a there is an established 
system of advanced species from other planets from other areas in our galaxy slash universe um that exist right so imagine if however the first intelligent race we met was an entirely liquid born one Mm. uh for example the tic tacs that we're okay. seeing going yep. in and out of <laughs> oh, water. Oh, it all together. Yeah. Water. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All of the water that we see them going in and out of all the time. It's almost always involving going in and out of the ocean. Yeah. Okay. So uh, there's also another story, uh, declassified document um, from the Soviet Union in the 1980s mm-hmm. regarding that lake. Remember Lake Baikal, the deepest lake in the entire planet? Mm-hmm. Um, is a, a Russian lake where Russian divers claim to have seen large humanoid objects in silvery-looking suits underwater. All right. So anyway, all of this crazy, crazy stuff you hear about, <laughs> it I don't think yeah. it is unreasonable to suggest one of the reasons that we don't really know about aliens or haven't really met them is because they exist largely in a liquid environment, therefore making it very, very difficult for us to A, communicate, and B, sympathize with this kind of alien what if the first aliens that came to earth are water-based aliens how much more difficult would that be are we having yeah. to learn to communicate with th- them are, what are the social interactions I think the first like? thing people would find out is what they tasted like to be honest as <laughs> dark as that sounds ever. quite possibly oh, tastes like that quite possibly it's speaking to me but um, damn, it kind of looks like it God, could it be pretty tasty, good with though. some chips maybe get mm-hmm. the fishing line and I, I, I just want to finish that little segment with this is exactly how People get into QAnon conspiracy is, theories. Yeah. Okay, this kind of links. I, none of those links. I, all of the links I've just made yeah. are for fun. They are for story building in your head. But there is a ninety nine point nine percent chance that everything I just said mm-hmm. is complete fiction. Yeah. But they do feel good, and to our complicated minds that naturally look for links, finding links it's like that late. is exciting to come up with. And yeah, but just it's bear in mind exciting. that is exactly yeah. how this starts. And I'm not ignorant of the fact that when I talk like this, I am almost showing oh, you man. The, the, a, a bad way but to what think. If so just be careful. To us, though, what if what if these intelligent beings are listening to us on maybe off Earth? Um, they're on a different. Oh, they planet. can't hear they, us, Ross, because acoustics through water is mm, a lot harder. It's, it's going to be tough. <laughs> but if they are, make sure to email us at hatch-films.com. Just just give us a little hint to what's going on. Imagine circuitry fresh from the source info. I'd say just check words and look for codes yeah. and secrets within the names of organizations. Yeah. Just scour a company's house mm-hmm. and just see if you can find things yeah. that make sense based on numerical values of letters. Yeah. That's how they're doing it, folks. Well, Smith is an agent codes in everything. And you can you can tell by um he's actually doing Morse code with his eyebrow raises throughout his alien yeah. speeches and exactly. you can actually break that yeah. down into dolphin speak who are the uh, intermediary diplomats between the liquid people and humans on the inside. So, <laughs> imagine him just, imagine he's, he did this every single hatch episode. There was a specific word within his entire eyebrow raises. <laughs> it's like when you get those, those individuals on, on Twitter who decide to like say, oh, uh, read the first um, word of every post I did in the last two years. And it just spells out mm. a fucking song lyric. Or yeah. It's just like, Somebody why, how did you consciously think of this this entire time? How much time do you have? That's fucking insane. So have you, have, you, have you seen the comedy, insane. Yeah. the comedy evening show, The Last Leg? Yeah. Have you? 
he literally did this last oh, season. Really? One, of, I think Josh did or something like that from the last leg. Oh, okay. He's like, just so you know, I just wanted to show. It was like on their New Year's Eve one special they did. He's like, I've managed to weave a word into like our conversations over the last season. They cut them all together, and it was something like Smash Mouth eight, yeah. eighteen or something like that. Like it, it was, it's very well done yeah. though, because like it was the the seg. It was taken from segments of like all kinds of things. It wasn't just like him yeah. walking in and going, hmm. Somebody once told me, <laughs> you know, yeah, like, right. but to, but, yeah, to actively good. have that yeah. consciously thought of on, on, when those Twitter threads come up, I'm like, God, these some of these tweets are serious. Some of these are real, like genuine <laughs> tweets or political or something. It's like you've managed to squeeze this in your thought process this mm-hmm. entire time. It just baffles me. But there you go. And now we're talking yeah. about it. So it's worth it. Indeed. So, there but go. there's no source. So they're not getting the no. extra clicks. But so, maybe they'll find them. something in ours. You know, just find it. It might be there. You I've know, been doing this whole time. Episodes. Maybe. Every fingle. Wait, we listen to it back and we realise you've just played one yeah. tone on the intro of each podcast. <laughs> it's the same note. It's the same note. Uh, anyway, uh, that's yes. about as much time uh, as we have for this week. We'll mm-hmm. be back every week, of course. Don't forget, if you'd like to support us and vote on the next hypothetical for next week, head to our Patreon, where there are hundreds of other like-minded people voting on some interesting questions. Patreon dot com slash hat films thank you also if you want to see the video format of this uh you're interested in seeing some high as f dolphins then head to our hat chat on yogs uh, on youtube sorry not yogs right. mm-hmm. um just search for hat chat podcast on youtube Indeed. you should find it i don't actually know the url that is um, i think it's you just hat chat so youtube.com forward slash hat chat should come up now. oh that does work perfect yeah. amazing um anything else thank you very um, much fine Josh. i'd say just don't, just always check your toilets that's what i'd say check your toilets first yeah toilets and boots, and boots. it's a good oh, rule especially yeah, yeah toilets and boots. very important it's apart from when you live in england nothing like that ever happens yeah. anyway right it's fine but don't get yeah. complacent doesn't matter always look it's wet and cold here <laughs> climate's changing all the time we could have some crazy tropical dangerous animals living in the uk soon so do you know that there's actually a species of scorpion that lives on the south coast of England now, primarily due to it being able to go from um, France to England? And like, so along the southern ports wow. of England, you can sometimes find a small breed of scorpion oh, that's crazy. doing exactly that. There you go. I know, right? Who would have thought you'd get scorpions in this God, country? Yeah. Jesus. Scary thought. Anyway, we'll see you in a week. Probably. Have a good week, and we'll see you next time. Goodbye. Ta-ra. Bye. Bye.